Wade, thanks for joining us on our first episode of Beyond the Chair. My name is Greg Presti and I'm CEO of Local Search for Dentists and we are a full service dental marketing agency and I have with me uh, Dr. Chris Salerno who is a practicing dentist and also chief editor for Dental Economics Magazine. So uh, we bring this to you today to really kind of declutter the industry because there's so much information misinformation and confusion in the marketplace more so than I've seen in the last decade. So we wanted to bring you some really, really heavy hitting content that you can use in your practice every single day to sort of declutter your life and have some real focus. So if you are watching this, feel free to take out a pen and paper and take some notes. And you know we're gonna be bringing multiple episodes to you so you're gonna get a lot of information. Um, and Chris, thanks for doing this. It's been, you know, it's My been pleasure. great. So um, I think, you know, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into the content of what we wanna provide everybody. So I think the industry as a whole has changed quite a bit and I know you and I have spoke about this in the past, and uh, there's a lot of industry changes in terms of not only statistics, but consumer behavior and things like that. So um, just recently, Jada came out with a study that talked about uh, there are less dental practice owners now than there were a decade ago. And like most things, it's never one thing. It's a amalgamation of, of a lot of things. So let's kind of break that down a little bit in terms of um, why we think that is and, and how we can sort of help the modern dentist survive a lot of these trends that we've seen tick down over the years. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I read that study. It's, it makes terrific sense uh, when you combine it with some other data that's come out recently, which is to show, of course, the, the rise of, of the DSO as a viable practice model. And that is a viable practice model for some dentists who choose to not have some of those managerial responsibilities that, that a practice owner has. Um, there's a study that came out a few years ago that showed that, say, in 1992, about, oh, about almost 90% of the, the dental marketplace was made up of smaller practices with 20 or fewer employees, the, mm -hmm. the mom and pops, the boutiques, like right. myself. And that as of 2012, that fell to about 80%, so about 10% market share was, was gained by larger practices, which of course would involve DSOs. So no, right. not a surprise, that came out a few years ago, not a surprise to hear uh, the ADA now come out with research saying, well, fewer dentists are, are business owners. Well, that makes sense, that goes hand in hand. Why that might be is really interesting. Um, you know, I think that there are dentists who are outstanding clinicians that just choose to not be business owners, and that's fine. Um, there is now that, that, that other practice model. They can choose right. to partner with the DSO in whatever structure that may look like. They're not all created the same, and that's fine for them. But what I think is important to take away is that doesn't mean that, that small boutique private practice is, is dying. It right. doesn't mean that it's going away. Um, but there are other economic factors at play that have shown us that the game has changed. Oh, and that, tremendously. Yeah, yeah, and being in private practice is not the way it was, it can't be done as successfully as the way it was done sure. even 10 years ago. That's tremendous change in the past 10, 15 years and how a dentist should conduct their business. Yeah, and I think to your point, it doesn't mean that it's going away, but I do think that it's sort of an evolve or die kind of scenario. And I think, um, you know, for me in particular, um, I view it because we are a full service, you know, 
internet dental marketing agency, I look at the, the trends in terms of how consumers behave with the advent of the internet. And I look at it as, is your dental practice Kmart or the next Amazon? And I think that everyone watching this, you need, to, you need to really let that soak in for a second because there was a day and age where Kmart was ruling the country selling very affordable, low-priced household goods and clothing to the entire country, and they were a staple on every corner in almost every city. And now they're invisible, they're gone, they're bankrupt. And, and you look mainly because people with the click of a smartphone can now order their paper towels or order their lawnmower if they want. And I think everyone who consumes this video content needs to put their mind into what can I do in my business right now that puts me in position to be more like Amazon mm. than the outdated Kmart model. And I think to your point of you can't practice like you did 10 years ago, especially with the advent of the internet, is that access to information to consumers has never been easier, quicker, and more efficient. And the buyers have changed. And I think when, and that even goes to how you market your practice, how you brand your practice, the words you say when you answer the phone, all of those things add up to is this a cutting edge practice that invests themselves into training and technology because consumers are so wise now. Mm -hmm.